all the shit that's coming at me. I wonder who throws it. They can't see the vision, boy. They must be out of focus. That's a real hot album, homie. I wonder who wrote it. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, Tay. You guys might have been a little late. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Trials and Error Podcast, three friends trying different wellness challenges to improve their lives and stuff, plus miscellaneous. <laughs> I'm Shauna. I'm Melanie. And I'm Brianna. And in this week's episode... We are going to be talking about meditation. I don't know why I just said it like that. You should have said it in a calming way. Meditation. Meditation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just a little background. I love meditation. I've been meditating for two-ish years now. And Shauna and Bree just kind of started their meditation journey and so I have more of a background to this than them so I'm going to be really interested to see how their first week of meditation went excited to hear about that later so I guess I'm just gonna get right into it so um actually before we start since you guys weren't actively practicing meditation like what was your gut reaction or like when you when you hear like Melanie meditates every day. Like, what do you like? What do you think? Or what were you nervous about for the challenge? I've meditated sporadically before. I've just never done it on like a consistent basis. So I guess I wasn't like nervous or anything to do it. I just wasn't sure how committed I was to it. I guess, but I don't know. I think it's I think it's great that you meditate every day. But in my mind, it's just you sitting in silence for <laughs> ten minutes, trying not to have all the thoughts all the time I guess I don't know the rules so I've unintentionally meditated before because it's it's been included in some of the yoga classes that I've taken or that I've viewed online and it wasn't until I actually started meditation and looked up what meditation was that so I guess I basically didn't know what I was doing at the time so I didn't really understand the concept behind it and so when you said oh let's try meditation this week and every time you post your updates on how long you've meditated I'm like oh okay so you like yeah basically what Shauna said like you just sit still and sit in silence and like focus and which is great and everything I felt like that would be really hard to do because my mind like goes a million miles an hour yeah so that's like exactly I think how everyone kind of views meditation at first um like when I first started meditating it was really hard and I wasn't good at it and I mean I stopped and I started a lot but I just had heard that it was really good for um anxiety and for emotional stability both which I struggle with and so I really wanted to kind of do something to try to to uh, help that about myself I don't know I guess what all I have to say is that the more you practice it the easier it gets Um, and so I'm just really interested to see how your guys first week went because I know that you're not going to just become someone that practices meditation in a week just to clarify to everybody there are a lot of great things that can come from meditation and we're going to talk about that in the podcast too So the first thing I'm going to talk about is the different types of meditation because like you said, well you both said like you think that you're just sitting in silence um, trying not to think about anything and that is kind of a type of meditation but um, it's more than that. And so the first type of meditation is called mindfulness meditation and that's the kind that I do most often. During mindfulness meditation, you pay attention to your thoughts as they pass through your mind. You don't judge the thoughts or become involved with them. You simply observe and take note of any patterns, and this practice combines concentration with awareness. Um, So you're aware of the thoughts, and then you just move on from them. Um, And then the best way to have less and less of the thoughts while you're meditating is to focus on your breath during meditation. And so those are the two main things I do during my meditation is awareness of my thoughts and then also focusing on my breath. The app that I use to meditate is called Headspace and they have tons of different um, 
courses that you can take and one of them is for anxiety you're learning a coping mechanism while you meditate and then hopefully you use that coping mechanism when you actually have anxious thoughts like during the day so like so for example for that one with the anxiety one so when you're meditating you'll have a thought and you either you categorize it as a thought or a feeling that's all you do so say you think say you start thinking about like work and you're thinking about being stressed out about work so you're going to categorize that oh that's a feeling and then you just move on like you just categorize it and then you move on and that's all you do the whole time you meditate then when you're in a stressful situation or you're in the moment you can also do that so you can think say your boss is being not nice to you and you can have be having thoughts and you can either categorize them are these thoughts or are they feelings like am I actually feeling this way or am I just thinking about something? And it actually, that's what I've been using to help with my anxiety and it's been really helping. There's different kinds of mindfulness meditation. Um, you can dive into it as you want. So yeah, that's the main one that I do. And then the second type of, of meditation is spiritual meditation. This is really similar to prayer in that you sit in silence and you're going to seek a deeper connection with the God that you believe in or with your universe or... Um, any spiritual connection that you personally have. Also during spiritual meditation, a lot of like people use essential oils and stuff that they believe help with cleansing the mind or healing the body. I personally don't have any experience with that one. Focused meditation is concentration using any of the five senses. For example, you can focus on something internal like your breath or you can bring in external influences to help you focus your attention. There's these things called mala beads. You can count those, listen to a gong, staring at a candle and I have done focus meditation during yoga at an actual yoga studio it wasn't my favorite it was really hard for me to focus <laughs> which is the whole point okay so the fourth type of meditation is called movement meditation this is an active form of meditation so you can meditate while doing a gentle movement so most often people would think of yoga when you're doing yoga usually you're you're focusing on your breath but you're still moving so that's an example of movement meditation but you can do that while walking. You can do that while gardening. Um, I have meditated on my walks before. And before I even started doing research for this, I didn't know that that was like a different type of meditation. So like I know Shauna has been going on a lot of walks. So you could meditate while you walk. Um, and then the fifth one is called mantra meditation. And this is saying a mantra over and over as you focus. You can speak your mantra out loud or quietly. And then after chanting the mantra for some time, you'll be more alert and in tune with your environment. And this allows you to experience deeper, deeper levels of awareness. So what a lot of people do with this one is they do affirmations. So like pick an affirmation for the day. So say they're struggling. You pick your mantra based on like what your feelings are for that day or like what struggles you're going through. And what you think that would help you the most for that day it doesn't have to just be a one it can be a couple and then you would just repeat the mantra over and over again so like for example some people right now because of COVID-19 have been doing I am healthy mantras and so for like five minutes you would just say I am healthy and that's all you do for five minutes um and I have done it before I don't love it but a lot of people enjoy mantra meditation because they find it easier to focus on a word than to focus on their breath that's not true for me and also I, I found myself getting bored of saying like the same thing over and over again where as some people feel like it's just like really building that up inside of them and like building their confidence about that particular thing so I guess before I go on which which types of meditation did you guys do this week so I tried mindfulness meditation I guess um I don't think I was really looking for a specific type if I'm being honest I was just sort of I used YouTube because it's free and I didn't want to pay for something that I wasn't committed to yet. But yeah, so I guess the majority of what I did was a mindfulness meditation. I definitely didn't do any sort of spiritual meditation. I do, I guess I maybe unintentionally did some movement meditation when I was doing more walks. I feel like it would help me sort of zone out and just get into that uh, flow state, I guess. I feel like you would really like mantra meditation, Shauna. Because Why is I that? feel like you're really into like affirmations, and I feel like those really. I do like affirmations. I don't know. I just feel like you've always been into those and that they work for you. So you should try mantra meditation. They probably have a ton online, or you can just. Yeah, I think I want to try that one next. I'm. I'd be into trying all of these now that I know a little bit more about them. But I think 
the focused meditation probably would be the hardest one for me for sure. Brie, what did you try? Prior to this challenge, I really only looked into meditation as far as Googling it and reading like the first website that popped up and I was like, oh, okay, that's meditation. You're just, you're just trying to, I guess, focus on your breath instead of letting your mind race or whatever. You're kind of trying to center yourself and ground yourself like, okay, cool. And based on your recommendation, I tried guided meditation first so i guess just with whatever guided meditation i was picking because i tried to find like a variety of them i basically just was doing whatever the person was telling me to do and based on that i tried more focused meditation where it was like okay focus on your breath if you feel your mind starting to wander like focus on your breath again like really visualize like the air you know filling expanding your belly and contracting and I guess I also practiced movement meditation because like I mentioned before it's sometimes included in some of the yoga videos that I watch it'll be like at the end so I've done that movement meditation and I guess I didn't really like notice it before until now and then I really noticed like oh my god I'm meditating <laughs> right now I'm doing it. I'm doing it. No, I just thought they were it's saying happening. like nice words to to us, like giving us nice suggestions for life. And I was like, wait, no, you're getting me to meditate. So I have like a really funny story, guys, about yoga in a being in a yoga class and there being a meditation. So I went to a yoga class with one of my ex boyfriends, but he went to yoga with me one day, which is now that we know all we know about him just really is out of character but um he went to yoga with me once and he had never been to yoga and i was like come with me it's so fun it was that place that me and you would go brie yes and so we went to like a night because me and you would always go in the mornings like on saturday so we went to like one at night Mm -hmm. we did the yoga it was like an hour yoga class and we did it and then we went to go get up and no one else was getting up and we were like oh uh i don't know like we'll just sit for a minute and then all of a sudden this actual monk like a real monk walks in with a gong and he sits in the front and everyone was like prepared except for me and you know who i feel like he's like voldemort like we don't he say he must his not name. be named <laughs> not say his name voldemort oh <laughs> um, he who must not be named we were like what is going on and so then like he started like ringing the gong and oming and everyone was like doing it and i was like oh so we're so we're meditating now okay guys it lasted like 45 minutes and like all we wanted to do was leave and we just like felt like we couldn't even though now that i look back like totally could just gone up and left but like it was awful it was so awful. So you didn't know that the so it was was it supposed to be an hour long? It yoga was, class? and then like as we were leaving, I noticed there was a sign that said like special guest at all classes today, uh, monk, blah 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 with got with meditation, and so I hadn't like realized that he was doing that after every single yoga class, or that he would be doing it for forty five minutes. Mm long time it was a really long time a long time if you're not mentally prepared for that and it wasn't my like I can't do the ohm I can't do it like I've tried so many times and I just I don't know it's just not for me and so yeah he who must not be named also had to suffer through that so looking back he probably needed that 45 minutes at least that's probably really hard for him to get through anywho okay so um So those are the most popular types of meditation. Now everyone, of course, is thinking, why should I meditate? So there are tons of benefits to meditation. And the first one that everyone always thinks of is that it's going to reduce your stress. There has been studies done on whether or not meditation does actually reduce your stress, and it does. So there was one study that had 3,500 adults. I think I read that 80% of them reported that they had less stress. Um, And this is because when you're focusing or focusing on your breath or doing movement meditation, um, your stress hormone, the cortisol, decreases because your, you know, your heart rate is decreasing, your oxygen level is, I guess, balancing out because I guess if that is not the right, your cortisol can be higher. I didn't know all these things before I researched this. So obviously, if you're taking that time for yourself and you're taking the time to calm 
then it's going to reduce your stress in that moment but also over time it's going to reduce your stress as well and the second biggest thing that people think when they think meditation is anxiety and that's actually why I started doing meditation because of my struggle with anxiety it definitely helps me with my anxiety Um, if I'm ever feeling very anxious I'll meditate even more than once that day and on the headspace app that I use there's like these sos meditations that you can do specifically for like stress or anxiety or stuff like that and they're really quick and so I do those if I'm like really feeling like I need it that day and then, so then I'm going to just list the benefits of meditation. Um, it promotes your emotional health. Um, it can lead to improved self-image and a more positive outlook on life. It can decrease depression. It enhances your self-awareness. So a stronger understanding of yourself or helping you to grow into your best self. Like there's a type of meditation called self-inquiry. And it aims to help you develop a greater understanding of yourself and how you re- that relates to those around you and how you're going to take what you know about yourself and put it into action to reach your goals. That's a more like advanced type of meditation. Definitely helps with your self-esteem. Um, this one's interesting. It lengthens your attention span, which I already knew this because we've started using meditation in the schools, um, especially with students with special needs. And if you're a teacher out there or if you have kids, you should get this book. It's called Breathe Like a Bear. And it's the best kid meditation book. And I love it. And the kids love it. And it has the cutest illustrations. Um, But I used to do it with my pre-K class last year. We would do it every morning. We would do one of the pages in Breathe Like a Bear. That's so cute. Yeah, it is so cute. And they started asking for it. Like, that's how much they were benefiting from it. Like, if we... If I forgot or if I was in a rush or if I didn't get to it and they were like, wait, Miss, Miss Greenstreet, when are we going to, to meditate? And I was like, yes, girl. Thank you. But it – so it actually has been shown to lengthen your attention span, which I could definitely see, especially in children. Because asking a four-year-old to sit and meditate is just like – but after they do it a couple of times, they can. And so in reality, I could see how that could help in other aspects of their life. This one's also interesting. It may reduce age-related memory loss. Um, So when you have a high attention span and clear thinking, this keeps your mind young. This is especially true with the mantra or the chanting meditation. It's a repetitive motion. And so this has been known to, like, this is a type of memory task, apparently. And they did studies on people that were starting to have age-related memory loss. And when they did mantra meditation, their memory loss was decreasing slower than the ones that weren't doing the meditation. That's really interesting. That makes sense. I actually, well, in addition to that, someone out there can fact check me on this because I'm sort of just talking out of my ass. (laughs) But I remember reading that people who have a lot of anxiety or experience a lot of stress actually are more likely to have the age-related memory loss also or suffer from um, dementia and Alzheimer's, stuff like that, um, if I'm remembering right. So it just sort of makes sense what you're saying as far as, like, in addition to lengthening that attention span, it helping to reduce that stress to impact you later on. Yeah, so they haven't actually, like, proved any of that or that it does reduce the memory loss, but that is true. Like, people that have lived more stressful lives tend to get dementia more than people that don't. But then there's also that whole thing with genetics, so I think that's why that they can't, like, actually prove it. And then they talked about how it can generate um, kindness or positive feelings and actions towards yourself and others because meditation, especially guided ones, are all about self-love, just feeling good about yourself, really internally focusing on yourself. And when you start to love yourself, it becomes a lot easier to love others, and I think that is so true. I know people say that. Uh, Another benefit of meditation is that it helps to fight addictions, and this actually has been proven. I know AA and NA practice meditation a lot with their members. It's because when you have addictions, that's what you're focused on. And so when you turn your focus and your attention to something else, even for five minutes, you're not thinking about alcohol, you're not thinking about your addiction for five minutes. And so that will just grow and grow. And so the studies that they've done on people with addictions and meditation have just been very, very positive. Um, It improves your sleep. There's some studies done on that. I personally sleep terrible and I meditate almost every single day, so I'm not sure. (laughs) If that one's true, that could just be me though. Um, but 
I've never actually tried. That's not true, actually. I used to try to meditate before bed instead of in the morning. Have you tried, like, sleep-specific? Yeah, I have. Because you know how your headspace... Okay. Because I saw, like, some meditation episodes. So I did a combination of looking for things on YouTube and then looking for things on Spotify because there's there's a lot of podcasts and a lot of playlists that you can go to that will offer guided meditation and there are some sleep related ones um and i haven't tried a sleep related one yet so i'm curious to see if it works yeah i've done a couple sleep ones and they help me to fall asleep faster but i'm not sure that it helped my like quality of sleep you know but definitely it does help me fall asleep like if i'm having a really hard time falling asleep i'll do one of those sleep ones and it will help me to fall asleep faster so maybe that's what it means but my quality of sleep still sucks. Need to work on that. Um, and then this one is really interesting. It helps to control pain. So your perception of pain is connected to your state of mind and it can be elevated in stressful situations. And I've definitely heard that before that a lot of pain has to do with state of mind. Um, but so they did a study on different people and they used, uh, they were like observing brain activity. And then they would do a, the participants would experience a painful stimulus, which I don't know what that means, but I'm assuming they prick their finger or something. And then some of the participants had gone through like a week of mindfulness meditation training, and then half of them hadn't. And it said that the meditating patients showed increased activity in the brain centers known to control pain, and they reported less sensitivity to pain. That was super interesting, I thought. And then an additional study of meditation in patients that had terminal diseases found that meditation helped mitigate chronic pain at the end of life, or they experienced a less serious pain as they went through their illness. And it can decrease your blood pressure because when you're less stressed out, your blood pressure is lower. I think that was the last one. Yeah. So those are the benefits of meditation. And so um, everyone always asks, like, when they find out that I've been meditating for so long, they always ask, like, well, how, how do you do that? Or, like, well, how did you start doing that? And, like, the only thing I can say to that is, like, you just have to start. So you can just try some different ones. Like, Bri and Shauna said that they were doing YouTube ones and Spotify ones. Those are free. Um, I need more, like, structure. And so I just got the Headspace app, and that's what I started with, and I love it. Um, that one's not free, but it's not too bad. I think it's, like, $10 a month, I think. But yeah, so you just have to start and you just have to find what works for you. And if it's not working, you can like change the time of day. You can change where you're meditating. You can change the type of meditation. But I think that everyone could find a type of meditation that works for them. So it sounds like you just have a more customizable experience in your meditation versus having to, I guess, having to work or search harder to find something that maybe you need for that day if you don't have it all in one app. Yeah. The nice part about Headspace is there is so many, like, different courses, like I was telling you guys, and so I feel like that's what's worth it to pay for it. And this isn't sponsored by Headspace, but if I could get sponsored by Headspace, that would be great. I'm their number one fan. I mean, that's a good point, though. I think one of my struggles with it was that some days I would get certain meditations that I hadn't done before, and doing them or after doing them, I was like, that was not that great, or I didn't get that much out of it, but you don't really know until you do it, and then, I mean, you only have so much time in a day, I'm trying to get the meditation out of the way, and like, well, I guess that was it, and so I guess with an app like that, one benefit is also that it's just more consistent in what you're getting. Now, since I've meditated for so long, I also have like, kind of like a backlog of like, ones I know that I like. Like there's this one, it's like a visual meditation, so it'd be a focused one. When you're feeling like really overwhelmed, you imagine, it's really weird, but you like imagine that you're taking like the top off of your head and you're taking your brain out of your head and you take all the thoughts out of your brain one by one and you like think about them and then you throw them, like you throw them over your shoulder. And so you like visualize taking all of the thoughts out of, out of your brain until you don't have any more and then you put them you put your brain back in your head <laughs> which it sounds really weird and I describe it but <laughs> no it sounds cool um yeah so I've kind of already talked about my experience but I've been meditating for a while and it wasn't always easy I really had to find what I like and what works for me I really like the app and I really like that it keeps track of like how many minutes I've meditated and also my like streak of meditation so we'll say like you've meditated 32 days in a row or whatever and I just like stuff like that she likes a challenge <laughs> 
keep myself on track. Bria, how is your experience? My experience, I, I'm still trying to decide if I like it or not, or I'm trying to decide how I feel about it. I don't have any negative feelings about it. I just feel like with my experience in trying meditation, I think there are just so many different types and so many different ways to do it that, I mean, we only went on your recommendation, or I only went on Melanie's recommendation and did guided meditation, but there are so many different places to like find a different like episode. I would do one from like a podcast or one from YouTube that I'm still trying to find what I really like or what I really click with. And so far, I think the one that I've liked the best has just been to do one that's already integrated in a yoga video that I'm doing because it's like I'm already I'm already there and I'm already doing it and I'm already moving and then at the end you kind of just wind down and stop moving and so as your body stops moving your brain kind of calms down and it the person that I listen to at least like has you focus on different things and at first it's really physical like you focus on your breath and you focus on different parts of your body and like feeling where that energy is going and that's when your intentions start setting in and then you start focusing on your intentions or affirmations and stuff and so far I really like that but I also really want to keep exploring and seeing seeing what else I might like yeah so far I feel like a week wasn't enough for me to be like yes I'm doing this and I'm gonna stick with it and I love it I just think that right now it's like super overwhelming because there is there are so many different types um, of meditation and so many different ways to do it. And I also feel like on top of that, when I've tried certain types, it's been really hard because I feel like my mind just like wanders just automatically. And I feel like it's so hard to focus, which is the point of meditating is so that you can kind of get that under control and to sort of center yourself again but I feel like day one definitely was super hard and I kept getting distracted and like one time I was trying to meditate and there was a spider on the wall and all I could stare at was like this spider oh my gosh (laughs) like where is your home I totally agree with you Brie like it is not something that you can like just be like doing after a week you like you have to like just keep doing it and then because like it's totally normal for it to be hard at first and there's even days where I like cannot focus and I just can't like my meditation I'll be like done and I'll be like well that was really terrible that still happens so definitely see where yeah. you just have to like find what works for you and then I think also the consistency is really important yeah I guess yeah that's what I was saying like I think a week is just too short and I also never did it at the same time every single day so it's I'm still trying to find like a point in the day that I prefer and I don't think I found it yet and I've also tried to do it just like as needed like I've tried to do like the little one minute or like five minute meditations that you could just like sit and do at your desk and like take a break with. So I, yeah, I, like I said, it's, I just feel like it's so broad, like meditation is so broad and there's so much that you could do within that realm that it's, I feel like I just barely, you just started your journey, like dipped my toe in that pool, <laughs> touched the surface. How was your yes. experience, Shauna? So the thing that I think makes sense with what Bree said that I will agree with is that, first of all, I think it takes more than a week to really get into it. And hearing you guys talk about it and Bree talking about how she uses it as needed, I think what I got out of it is that it's one of those things where it's better to do and try when you're already feeling calm. Not forever, but I think it's one of those things where you practice doing this technique of calming down before you're actually in this chaotic state where you need it. Um, So then that way you're a little bit more practice at it and then you can actually use those tools. So kind of like in therapy where you practice certain coping techniques, maybe when you're not so elevated and anxious. So then that way you've already practiced at it when you need it down the line. That was, I think, my problem this week is I had an especially stressful work week so a lot of the time it was really hard for me to focus and feel like I got the full experience out of it but that being said I really thought I was gonna come here and be like I didn't really like meditation no thanks (laughs) and then today 
I actually found a, med a meditation that I really liked and I wish I could remember who did the video. It was a free one on YouTube. It was just a five minute one. I started out all mine just five minutes in the morning to try and have a starting point and figured if I keep doing it, I can build off of that. Um, but after finding that video, I really did feel sort of a shift in how my mind was preparing for the day and throughout the day just more of a sense of calm. Um, and I don't know if it's just because it was finally a week into it and I was starting to feel a little bit more or if it was that specific meditation, but either way I did finally feel like what I think you're supposed to feel when you do meditation more consistently, but I agree. I think it takes time and it's people want it to just make you feel better right away and I have been one of those people that are try it one time and I'm like, well, I don't feel fixed. My anxiety's not gone. I give up. <laughs> and it's one of those things where it's, it's, you have to commit to for a while, but eventually it's like working out. Like it sucks at first, but then after a while you start seeing the benefits of it and then hopefully you'll want to keep doing it more. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree with you. Like, especially if you're doing like a technique meditation to do it when you're calm so that you can use that technique when you're feeling anxious or stressed but then you're really meditating when you're anxious and stressed too so it's good to do it in both times I think no yeah I definitely think it's good for both I just feel like when you're starting maybe when you're having like one of the most stressful work weeks of your life isn't the best time to just I mean I guess maybe it is a good time to start but maybe it's harder at that point than if you had started when you already are somewhat calm and feel like you can practice a little bit easier at least yeah. for me see that but overall I'd give it a thumbs up and I actually think I want to keep doing it and I think you were right earlier I really do want to try the mantra one just because I have been doing my affirmations consistently from when we were doing our journaling I was I'm still doing the journaling and I still write down five affirmations every day and they're usually pretty much the same um, but I do it's I think like I said before it's one of those things where especially if you are someone with anxiety or if you just have a lot of negative thoughts and stuff like that it it just throws a small piece of positivity into that thought loop and eventually you can grow that and I really notice a difference from when I write those affirmations down and they're in my brain and I have that moment in my day where I'm writing positive things um, it really just changes my attitude and I could see meditation turning into something similar like that and I guess if I like affirmations, it makes sense to try it. Yeah, that sounds good. So, Brie, do you think that you'll keep trying to meditate? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll keep trying it. I Just because it, I don't think that you could try it for a week and then know for sure if it is or isn't for you. I think it's like Shauna said, it's like working out or um, this is definitely like a like more of a long-term thing where it's like, yeah, I feel like I need to invest more than a week in to really get my feelings um, about it and whether I like it or not or whether I want to keep doing it or not. I would say overall it's like a good experience. It, it is definitely a lot more difficult than I thought it was going to be just because I feel like I'm not in, I don't have a good practice yet. So I feel like all of all of the times that I've tried have been like very clumsy, but I mean, I haven't, I haven't hated it. I just think I need more time to explore. Yeah, so. definitely. I think this made me realize like what I want to like, since I already meditate, it kind of like made me think about like, what do I want to like work on with my practice? And I really want to try to like expand my time of meditation because right now I meditate like five to 10 minutes every day and it is hard to like make that time, but I would like to meditate for longer. And then I want to try more technique meditations. And yeah, so that's, I kind of just want to like grow my practice now that I've been meditating consistently for so long. Yeah, I like that about it too, that it's just something that you can't necessarily do wrong and it's something you can always try to improve and keep consistent in your life. Yeah, so if we have any listeners that already meditate or if you're thinking about trying and now that you've listened to this and you want to start meditating, let us know. You can either like comment or you can send us an email. Our email is trialsanderror at gmail.com or is it, oh, I can't remember, yeah, trialsanderrorpodcast at gmail.com. One day we'll learn it. <laughs> trialsanderrorpodcast at gmail.com. There you go. Three trials, one error. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just one. 
<laughs> We're only allowed to mess up once. And if you, <laughs> if you, like, think of any ideas that you want us to try, also send us an email about if you had any, like, ideas oh, yeah. about things you want us to yeah. do. And with that being said, Shauna, what is our next challenge? So our next challenge is going to be an unplugged weekend. And it was your idea, and you're, like, the most nervous about it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so – and I don't know why – I don't know. I'm on my, you guys, I'm on my phone so much, especially since you guys made me download TikTok. It's ruining my life. I told you it would. And here we are. (laughs) I am on TikTok so much, especially on the weekends. I think because I, and not to just keep bringing up anxiety, but because I do have a lot of anxiousness, (laughs) I like to go to that just like zone out spot where I'm just kind of mindlessly going through my phone it's kind of just like an easy way to zone out and get to a place where I'm not like like thinking about everything that I'm nervous about um so I think I really depend on my phone a lot for that kind of thing but I'm excited too because I I think I need to do less of that and one of my goals this year is really to explore more about myself and what I really what I really like Um, I think I've been a people pleaser for a long time, so I think giving myself the space to not have distractions like TV or my phone will really force me to kind of spend some time with myself, so maybe that's what I'm nervous about, I gotta say. (laughs) Like, I'm nervous about it too, but I'm excited because I feel like I waste so much time on my phone, whether it's on stupid TikTok, which is also ruining my life, or... Instagram or YouTube it's just there's too much and so I'm excited to like force myself to take a break and I'm hoping that once I realize like wow I can go 48 hours without any of that I'll do less of it and more of things that challenge me like reading a book or doing I don't know maybe I'll paint I don't know well the other hard thing too is that I search all the time I'm always just like oh I wonder this I wonder this question like what are I just all the time I like am constantly googling answers to things so I think it'll be a little bit maddening to not be able to just instantly get answers to yeah. stuff like the year the lyrics to Lil yes Yachty's 100% 100% <laughs> that's gonna be difficult <laughs> we did make rules for our unplugged weekend so we decided it's gonna be 48 hours I think we're gonna do a weekend we were talking about like maybe not doing a weekend but I don't think we could not do a weekend because of you guys working from home no, yeah, I thought it. I thought it was a weekend. Yeah, weekend, right? A Saturday, Sunday. I said we don't have to do the same exact days as each other, just because like Melanie works on the weekends or whatever. So as long as it's like two days yeah. in a row. Oh, okay. So we're probably yeah. gonna do a Saturday and a Sunday, and then we're gonna end at like five o'clock on Sunday, just because we need to be able to use our like phones and computers to get us ready for like the week ahead of us which is kind of annoying that we're like so dependent on technology just to like run our lives but still still need it um and then we decided that we can text our significant others if it's like needed i made a joke about how me and my husband have to talk every day about what we're having for dinner and that cannot not happen (laughs) no i'm just kidding we have to know what's going to be on the table but yeah so we can like text our significant others or um, you know, like if our, if our, if your mom calls you, you have to answer the phone. Like that is not an option, especially nah. my mom. <laughs> it's an option for me. <laughs> right. I'm like, sorry, mom. I'm busy. Sorry, mom. My mom will call me like 22 times. I was going to say, so you're supposed to like let people that will normally contact you know that this is what you're doing. So they don't bug you or they don't, they don't think you're dead. Worry about you being dead. Yeah. Oh yeah. So they don't bug you <laughs> either way. All right. Well. I mean, I'll still tell my mom and she'll still call me because that's who she is as a person. But she'll be like, so how's your unplugged weekend going? Oh, so in this, in this case, you could be like, I will not answer your call. And then there'll be an Amber Alert out for me, even though I'm not a child. Set boundaries, Melanie. Be like, <laughs> if it's an emergency, you can call John and he can relay the message. Your husband. You can call your husband and he... She's going to call, she's going to call your husband and be like, so how's Melanie's <laughs> unplugged weekend yes, going? <laughs> Um, but yeah, we're not going to do TV, yeah. computer, social media, email. Basically anything on your phone besides texting if it's yeah. absolutely necessary. Like, we can't even text each other. Hey guys, what about music? Can we listen to music? I don't know. 
Uh, you can listen. I have a record player, so I can't. <laughs> Wait, that's still technology. I don't know the rules. <laughs> we can't listen to music? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Does that does that count? Google it. Google it now while you have the chance. <laughs> <laughs> well, we still have the internet. We'd be like, oh my gosh. Does music count in an unplugged weekend? Unplugged weekend. We'll get some CDs from the library. <laughs> I guess if you were, like, I guess if you were in your car and the radio's on. Yeah. Well, listen to the radio, Bria. Listen to Spotify. Yeah. I, well, I'm trying to think of it as, okay, imagine that you went camping for the weekend and you have no signal on your phone. I could still listen to like, my music because I, like, download it. You wouldn't it be able to phone. do anything, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like, does it count? I don't know. If you have downloaded music? If you're on airplane mode? You're just stuck with whatever you happen to download. You know what? I'm going to say we can't okay. do music. But no podcasts. I think that's no podcasts now. Aw. But can I listen okay. to music? Okay, but <laughs> if I'm listening to music and I, it's on my TV out of the speakers or can Okay. I don't know. What yeah. Is. Also, I'm going to have to just, like, avoid Dustin the whole weekend. He's going to be so annoying. <laughs> He's like, you want to watch the show? He's like, I can't. I'm going to my book. <laughs> I want to, but I can't. <laughs> I have to go. Like, what are we going to do, you guys? What are we going to do? Meditate. Meditate. Yeah. Meditate for 20 hours. Meditate. Go for walks. For hours. <laughs> Seriously, though. It's going to be interesting paint. for sure. It's going to be hard. I'm looking, I'm kind of looking forward to it though, because I feel like current events have really taken a toll Same. on me lately. And I find something new every single day that like makes me so like mad or disheartened or just like feel really hopeless yep. and helpless and stuff. And sometimes it's something as small as like an ice cream shop up here, like changed one of their policies and people were just like going off in the comments. And at first I was really entertained by the drama. And then I was really annoyed at just how like ignorant and hateful people are. Mm. And it's nothing like social media to bring out the best in people. <laughs> yeah. Hi friends, it's Editing Brie. You're about to enter a TikTok tangent. We are discussing what side of TikTok we're on and our favorite TikToks. It's very entertaining, but if you would rather skip ahead, go ahead and fast forward about four minutes and you'll reach the wrap-up of this podcast episode. Thanks! There's this girl that eats like cold sweet potatoes, like cold baked sweet potatoes, and then she eats veggies dipped in mustard. And apparently she has like a cult following and now I'm like, I really like her because like she posts like she, she doesn't just post that. She posts like, like healthy eating tips, and um. But ever since I like mm. liked her videos, I just get like videos of all these people eating cold sweet potatoes and veggies with mustard. And I'm like, do I need to eat a cold sweet potato and veggies with mustard? <laughs> <laughs> this is why TikTok's getting banned. They're mind controlling us. <laughs> They're like, how many people can we get to eat? cold sweet potato. Well, what if it's good? <laughs> She's like, my quarantine project. It probably is. I love mustard. I eat mustard on my toast. I eat mustard on everything, so I'm, I don't doubt that that's good. And I'm pretty sure I've eaten a cold sweet potato just because I didn't feel like eating it a cold baked sweet potato. No, I want to. I'm also in the countdown to Christmas side of TikTok, oh which is a great place to be. Dude, where the fuck is all this TikTok that I'm not getting? I don't know how you get there, Shauna. I don't I know how you get there, but that's your TikTok. algorithm. That's great. I mean, I like my corner. I'm comfortable there. Maybe that's why I'm not. <laughs> have you else. guys? Have you guys reached? reached... Do you get that? Yeah. <laughs> Max is shredding a box right now. <laughs> um, have you guys seen that one guy? And he has, he looks like Alex Karev from Grey's Anatomy, but with like curly hair. And he does yes. like the thing. Like that's literally all he does in his videos. And everybody's like, can you do the yes. shoulder thing on a skateboard now? And he's like, and it's okay. That song. And he's so cute. And his boyfriend is so cute. 
Magnum. Yeah, and then yes. they're like, can you do it on a surfboard? Can you do it in your kitchen? And he just, and he'll just do it. And he like, his messages are like so happy and like positive. And then even when he's responding to like hate comments, he's like, okay, bye. Like he always has like such happy messages. With his boyfriend in the background. I love him. Yeah, he's like, that's my boyfriend in the background. And then his boyfriend just like turns around all of a sudden and does the shoulder (laughs) thing with him. Like his timing was perfect. They're so cute. No, I have one like that, except it's, can you fan it? (laughs) And he put, he has like a broken fan. There's no plates on it. And he just puts different items on the fan to see how it rotates. (laughs) That is a completely different side of Related to the shoulder thing. People will, no, people will, like, Venmo him money and be like, can a bagel fan? Can you try a chip? Can you try, like, just random shit? Yes. Oh, I love that. They can't ban it. There's, have you seen that guy um, where he does the emojis and it's like, oh, when when you type the laughing emojis and you accidentally hit, like, this and he's like, ah, ha, ha. (laughs) (laughs) And his, like, face will change in the middle and then he'll just keep laughing. (laughs) And so now I see a bunch of people, like, doing variations of it that like because people are suggesting it to him but then like other people are using his sound to do their own variations of it and so I like this one guy did like an ant and so like in the middle of it it just cut to him crawling across his screen really quickly like in all black clothing (laughs) like at three times the speed he just like crawled across his screen really quickly and then kept laughing I was like oh my gosh I'm really enjoying those TikToks right now (laughs) Yes. Just like these people, it takes them so long to make these so TikToks. Wait, are we, guys, are we even following each other on TikTok? I think I'm following. I don't think we are, and I kind of hate that because now I can't send stuff to you on TikTok. I always send it to you in text. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm following you. I think I'm following, I'm following you. Right? I think I'm following you. I don't know. I'll just check the phone. My phone's at like 5%, though. So. Did we ever wrap this up? Okay. We have. No, we didn't wrap it up. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> if you like our podcast, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. No bad reviews. <laughs> and come back next week to hear about how our unplugged weekend went. Bye. bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. just aged us <laughs> aggressively <laughs> we old does somebody does anybody feel like they should just bring back aim and just like let us go back to that like i need to set my away message with hella asterisks and squigglies what was your what were your guys's aim names um, <laughs> that would be monkey mel <laughs> be you guys did you That's like adorable. monkeys at the time or I did you just monkeys. think of these it's cute i was like obsessed with monkeys oh my god i love that i, I love miss that breeze what was breeze mine was talk to bina not bina as in like that term but it's because my youngest brother couldn't say brianna so he called me bina and uh that was my screen name Oh, but it wasn't all spelled out. Of course not. It was TLK, the number two. Oh, yeah. And then Pina. What was yours? What was yours, Shauna? Um, so I remember learning when I was young. Someone told me that people from California called people from Arizona Zonies. And I've never heard that since then, but I really took it to heart back then. So it was Zoni Dancer. Z-O-N-I Dancer. <laughs> Real cute. Oh, <laughs> So yours was I think they should bring it back. I think we should take up the our screen original names. Screen names. Mm-hmm. I just miss MySpace. Like, can we? Can I? I never had yes. a MySpace. <gasps> oh my god, it was yeah. it wasn't allowed, you guys. MySpace is the devil's. I was actually illegally had tool. a Facebook, and that was back when everyone already had Facebook, and oh. nobody even had MySpace. You know, okay. when I was seventeen years old.
Mom. My MySpace was illegal. Illegal. I remember I would go on my friends' MySpaces, and I just thought it was so cool. But my parents didn't know what the fuck I was doing on the computer at any point. <laughs> Ask me if I remember any of that HTML code, though. Like, oh, I, I do. I You'll remember know. if you went back in and did it. You'd remember. But if you tried the basic to code, stuff like, is easy. real life, would you be able to? No, not like a full site, but you just remember certain, like, tweaks you can do. Because mm-hmm. I've used it randomly at, like, my past, my current past two jobs. And you're like, oh, I know these things. I'm a coder. <laughs> yeah, I'm a coder. <laughs> do you want a sparkly cursor? <laughs> <laughs> I can make this font large, and I can make it bold. <laughs> and I can start a new paragraph. Since I didn't have a MySpace, like, all my friends, they would be like, I had to make my top eight. But, Melanie, if you had a MySpace, I would put you on my top eight. But you don't oh, have a MySpace. Oh, the top eight was so dramatic. So I can't put you on my top eight. But you would be on my top eight. <laughs> and I was just like, okay. When the guy I liked would put me in his top eight, it was the greatest thing of my life. <laughs> Wait, who? The guy I liked at the time. Oh. So cute. What a status to reach. Yeah, we never dated, so it was fine. He was just toying with my heart. We're aging ourselves. You thought LimeWire aged us. MySpace. It was so fun, though. Also, like, Tumblr was great. I never did Tumblr. I never got it. I feel like we had to be really cool to do Tumblr. Was Tumblr, like, like, pre-Reddit? They might have existed at the same time, but I didn't feel like I was, like, I didn't feel like I was geeky or nerdy enough to use no, all Reddit, the cool but not Tumblr. in the bad, like, not in a bad way, but, like, yeah. in a, in a very Sub- internet cool savvy way. way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't, no, I was definitely on, like, Tumblr to be, like, the super dramatic emo girl and, you know, Hell posting yeah. all the bl- black and white images, but Tumblr was, like, the TikTok in that you could just spend hours scrolling and scrolling mm. and scrolling, and you would get, like, lost in all the sub notes and hashtags and you could fall down <laughs> some really deep black holes and tumblr yeah, pictures were enough for us <clears throat> it literally was just picture well, it was gifts like gifts and pictures 